Shade 94 in the Shade? 72 in the Shade. 72? 72 in the Shade. 72? That'd be a little chilly for Florida. Chill wills. Now look, they're just walking right past all the all the chicks. Right. Look, you wouldn't you wouldn't even notice a beautiful woman if you tripped over her. Well, I'd notice if I saw her bush. Her bush is on display. <laughs> oh, your bush is all green. <coughs> bush, <coughs> bush showing. <coughs> oh, thank you. I was so embarrassed. Your bush is showing. Oh gosh. So they're analyzing the photos they taken and saying, no, I don't see any. I don't see. He goes, well, what's that right there? Who goes, well, that's your bunker, General. Oh. So they're they're so far beating the men. They're staying hidden. Right, they're the right there. In the go, okay, now we'll have... Um, Yokels. Yeah. And one of them is our sexy, sexy pretending to be the sister. Well, he's faking the banjo, but he's doing a good, hey, good uh, job of it. That's Mamie Van Doren again. That's a great. That's a great dress you're wearing. Oh, so now, what's up? It says the best of the West. That's her butt. Right, but it's a sugar shack. It's a sugar bag. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, they're being hicks. Right. Where did the wax go? Uh, they went this way, that way. You see the fence there, right? Yeah. Okay, watch. Camouflage! These oh. girls are cleaning up. Well, I guess it's nothing. This is an expression no one does in real life. Watch, they go, huh? Oh, well. Oh, well. You ever notice that? But that's always in the movies, but it never happens in real life that you say to yourself, huh? I don't know. I don't know. Shrug it off. Shrug it off, yeah. Oh, hey, Carl, uh, you passed me a joint, right? I'll be like, I don't know. Do you have COVID? That doesn't matter, huh? I'll smoke it. Oh, well. Oh, well. Hey, I dropped this hot dog on the ground. Eh. My friend Andrew Rich will not smoke a bowl with you. He, He says, you know, he, you have to bring your own paraphernalia so that... I respect him. I respect yeah, him. But what happens if you get it, Mike? You get sick. You get a little sick, right? They, all these stories about people are dying and respirators. No, 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 no. It's what nothing like that. It it's, just, it's just there was a time where you would smoke a bowl and it was this hottest, this compassionate thing where you share. It's not like right? cocaine. And then it's like, well, I don't want to put my fucking lips on, on a joint that you just smoked. Fuck this shit. <laughs> If you want to get high, bring your own pipe. It's not like he's not getting, not offering his weed. He's just saying, I don't want to share my pipe with you. Oh, no, no. It's perfectly cool. It's perfectly cool. As a matter of fact, the day I got COVID, I texted him because I hung out with him the night before. And right I said, on. I have COVID. And he goes, damn. <laughs> but he didn't have it. He didn't have it. Because you guys didn't share a pipe. I don't know. We were at the same open mic together, and no, we didn't. You're right. You're right. We didn't. But I don't know that that's, like, I, I don't know when I got it, when I was contagious. I just know where I got it. If you know a friend of ours from the show, uh, he got COVID, and he was like, I think it's because I was smoking pot with the comics after after a, mm-hmm. a show, because the next day I got a headache. Oh, no, I'm sure okay, it takes so a days. There's their radio. And oh, no. It's cool. 
it's cool. They put it out right away. It's just a distraction, so he sets the radio down. Oh, I see. And here he's going to take the radio. Now, he's in a camouflage tree stump. Once again, it's going to move, and the soldier's going to shrug it off. Ah, I thought it was over there. Guess it's over here. Who knows? How does how did they get the props? Like, I is know. there a prop department? It's very weak. Well, I mean, like we watched plenty of like Bugs Bunny where he pulls shit out. Like, the whole point of Bugs Bunny is that he just goes off state off frame and pulls whatever out. But you right? can do that in a com- in a cartoon before CGI. You could not do shit like that. Yeah. Okay, so now he's got the wrong walkie-talkie. They can hear the orders that the men are being given. And because the donkey sounds like the general, he's going to start giving wrong orders. Okay, my head just exploded. This is like when Jack and Jill, when Jack dresses up as Jill, even (laughs) though Adam Sandler's dressing up as Jill anyway. I got to tell you, that movie was great and shit. It was great and shit. I think movie historians will be talking about Jack and Jill for the next decade. Okay, what? when when Adam Sandler put on the dress and said, I'm Jill, it was right. such bullshit. But do you remember when Al Pacino got the, the there was, someone had their cell phone in the audience and he fucking freaked on them? You remember that? But then later, the cell phone rings again in and and the next night and he's ready to fucking beat the shit. And he goes, oh, it, it's me. It's me. And he takes the call on stage. Oh, he's terrific in that movie. Al Pacino, like when he does a three-minute Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Do you, uh, do you remember when he was pretending he knew a foreign language, so he said to the servant, remember I know. I thought I was watching Scarface. I thought I was watching Godfather. The way he gibberish in another language. So even though that movie was crap, at the same time, there were so many hilarious segments in there you, and, and I, a lot of it is Al Pacino. I mean, I call attention to it because the premise is that they have this guy, you know, dressed up as as his sister, and they spend a lot of Hollywood money to make the effects right. But in the movie itself, he decides to use makeup to disguise himself as his sister. Right. So it's like saying you're paying money for this effect, and now they're calling. This is a plot point too. It's always right, strange right. when that happens. It's like. Uh, Theodore Rex, right? The movie that we can't watch, the movie yeah, Goldberg. Yeah, we could. The, he's kind of a puppet, and at one point, like he's literally talking to a, a puppet animal out of a bag, and I'm like, yeah, that's all <laughs> you guys do is puppets. Might as well have more puppets in it. But it, it was perfect the way that Adam Sandler dressed up as his sister because it was so obvious before and now right. it's obvious now but it's plot point obvious it, is, it became plot point obvious it's it was a weird move a weird flex i mean i, I agree with you it's it's not the worst adam sandler movie i mean even his worst movies like uh i just wish that movie was great all the way i wish you could go back in time and say to adam sandler you got to do something you know, you got uh, Pacino, Pacino does gives that extra. That whole like Al Pacino, Frappuccino song is just so. Uh, yeah, um, Dunkachino. Dunkachino. I'm Dunkachino. Yeah. yeah, I think there's like a Instagram or a Twitter account where every day they do a different version of that song. Like they, <laughs> they tweak that song. Yeah, okay. it's a. Wow, you look at all these the rocks. Yeah. It's like you were talking about the props. 
so now they're going to sort of smoke bomb. Oh, there's our sexy, sexy yes, star. Hey, Mamie. She really isn't so sexy in this thing. She does sexual things. Well, I mean, again, like she didn't want to be in this movie. She just does the best she can get out of there. Yeah, she uh, really, really did not want to be in this film, but it was a contract. We we like Jane Mansfield. We watched the James Mansfield story, the TV movie with Lonnie Anderson and, right. and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as uh, the bodybuilder boy, husband. And then yes. uh, we saw the weird, wonderful world of Jane Mansfield, that right. creepy exploitation film they did after her death. Yep. Yeah. Great Great series of episodes we did there. It was really good. Oh, as she was in The Fat Spy. I remember The Fat Spy. I think I James Mansfield. The Spy with or... the big nose. Was, which one was the one in which they were in a submarine, he goes ashore? Yeah, right. And there was like some kind That's of island. Probably was... Spy with the big nose. Fat Spy was with Phyllis Diller. Yeah. and he, okay. I do remember the other one you're talking about. I don't know the title. Probably going back two years or more. Because that was pre-COVID. Right, I remember that. Okay, guys. Give them hell. All right, girls. Give them heck. There you see. <laughs> <laughs> and they got their grenades. Oh. Oh, they throw like a girl. You throw like a girl. Yeah, when it comes to throwing hand grenades at me, you throw like a girl. Can you stop it? Also, now stop these, throwing grenades. This is the final push in which they're getting away because it's all smoky. Oh, look! He found one! He's, it's obviously camouflage! Got gotcha. it! Oh. Well, we're. That's one thing I love about Mr. Ed. It's just he was so dismissed. Like the way he says Wilbur, like, could express so many different ways. Yes. When he's happy, Wilbur. When he's dis of Wilbur. So the donkey pulled the rock with the rope, so it was fake. And then this guy jumps on a real rock and hurts his stomach. He sued the, the mule, didn't he, after the games was over? <laughs> yes. Okay, now, this is the scene in which somehow, like, the general's going to walk away from the scene with a sore throat, with a hoarse voice. And I don't see why. Oh, let's now, get the, the sound cranked. Sounding like the general, the donkey's behind him, and he's going to order his men to jump into the water. Don't stand there, men. Jump, jump. Yes, General. Yes, sir. What? Yeah, a living man there. Who said that? Who's giving orders around here? I am, sir. What's wrong? What's wrong? Have you gone crazy? Don't stand there. Jump. Jump. Yes, Aye, aye, sir. Aye, Captain. What's your man? Wow, good, good thing they missed the other guys. Now, I don't know if it's funny or not. But the general almost follows his own order and jumps. Who said that? Stopping me. Hey, my general, that Burma Bridge is coming. See you at Point Baker when the ladies win. Yes, sir. So, when they were in Burma together, the 
it was Francis refused to go on the bridge because he could see it was about to collapse. And the, that's a recurring gag in the film. The general goes, I had a mule like that. He was a complete idiot. He wouldn't walk us across the bridge. And then it collapsed. And I don't know. We get. I haven't mentioned it till now because it's not the greatest callback, but. Right, yeah. Needs a better callback. Like, he steps in donkey shit in the beginning <laughs> of the movie and then at the end of the movie. So Zaza Pitts goes, here, General, You would you like some aspirin? And she goes, he goes, no, what for? And she's like, you're going to need it. So it's like, there's no sign of the women, General. Good. We're obviously beating them. Right. There's no sign of them. There's no sign. There's just 16 bushes, four rocks by the finish line. But other than that, no women. Turn it up because he's like, you might as well give up now, Major. Donkey eye. Leave the mule with me. Hey, Buster. You looking for uh, speakers? Yeah, like how? Who? What's making the voice? It's, it's gotta be a It's from Russia. It's a, a Moscow it's mule. Now look, now he's getting hoarse. Now why is he just getting hoarse? Now look who's coming. I don't believe it. Women, wet t-shirts. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not a contest. Oh, it's not? I just bought a beer. Yay, look at there they are. Hee hee. Now the donkey's rubbing it in. You suck, you should kill yourself. <laughs> now <laughs> this look, is for your horse voice. Zaza Pitts giving you're gonna need aspirin now. So they're like why? Why is his voice hoarse? I never it's weird, that's strange, yeah. Now, what happens is he gets up to give a speech, and the horse basically gives the speech for him. I saw it on NTV, WNTV. What? I, I saw the speech on WNTV. Now, look, he's not moving his mouth, and people are right close to him. Yeah. Now look, he's unplugged. <laughs> Who did that? Is there a hoof mark by it? 
on today's Cup WNTV. W, no, it's WNTV. <laughs> WNTV. So it's basically saying, I respect the wax, and they're the, you know, I have to admit defeat. And Well, all the kids in the audience were like, yay. Hooray. Sound, sound in this movie is so fucking basic. Yeah. Give me some hooray sound effects. I quit the talking mule movies. So now he's been institutionalized because he's talking about a talking mule. I've wow, never had a general before. What what a coincidence. We just had a patient in here yesterday who saw a talking mule and everyone else was talking about a talking mule and there he is in your window. Yep, and we're wrapping up our film. Huh? Salute the tail. <laughs> Which was snipped before a wig, right? Right. They don't play Just that fine in to me. I can't believe it's over, Carl. Wow, time has flown. I just, I just felt like just 90 minutes ago we started. What we gratefully acknowledge the cooperation of the Women's Army Corps and the of the United States Army. That is whack, man. <laughs> it is whack. The Women's Army Corps, they're whack. That's whack. Everyone knows that's whack. Zazu, Zazu, Valerie Humpet. Cheers. Well, Carl, what you think of this movie? I enjoyed it. Uh, it's not a good film, but I enjoyed it anyway. Uh, it's typical classics of your style that we're not watching the first one. We're watching the fifth one. We're watching the fifth one, right. right and it's right in the middle. Uh, Again, it's because the, the voice of the uh, donkey is also a, plays an actor. I thought that was weird enough. And... Uh, uh, and that they had like it was a ladies thing. Like he has to he crashes a ladies uh, army. Yeah, and there was no romance, and I credit the film for that because that's the obvious thing. Like in the beginning, there's a whack who's against him, and he doesn't like her. And then by the end, they're kissing. You know? No, yeah. Do you think it's because it's a kids' movie first and foremost that they're just gonna skip the romance? I guess so, but they did a lot of sex stuff. You know, right. I don't think it was. Uh, they gave, they did a lot of sex stuff, so I can't find. So we both like this movie, and uh, I don't know. My I'm eventually gonna have to watch the other four beforehand, and then these two that followed. I don't find a trailer for Speak Easily. I find the full film. Right. Yeah, and I see that it was reviewed by Zombie Toad. Does that mean we shouldn't do it? Years. Is that a prominent? Yeah, Som Zombie Toad did a uh, two-minute review 13 years ago, so I think that might cross. Oh, but Mike, we do something different. We watch the whole film. We're watching the whole movie. Of course. No, we're fine. We're good. Oh, I should mention, Carl, um, there is Giant Bomb, which is a big deal gaming podcast empire. Okay. They just watched uh, – they did a watch-along for The Terminator. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which we did uh, a couple years get ago. Along, get away with that because of copyright. Well, they don't care. There's, you know, they're younger. They're younger than us. They so just go ahead and do it. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, if you guys want to check out another uh, 
because we did the Terminator. We did it as a special show. Right. It's Man. not on YouTube because if you didn't want to risk copyright. And the only way you can get that on YouTube is to be part of our Patreon, which doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. We That's actually pay best. you to, to make sure that we don't have a Patreon. Yeah. We'll pay you, we'll pay you if you will watch this Terminator, please. You got to yeah. watch the whole thing, though. All right, well, we want to watch next week. As we mentioned, we're going to watch the Buster Keenan-Jimmy Durante pairing Speak Easily from 1932. As Carl mentioned, we don't have a real trailer for it. We have several versions uh, available, and we'll definitely watch one. We'll, here, I'll do a trailer for you. Ready? RKO Radio Pictures presents a radio picture. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, it's Universal, right? Hey, the guys who hold the contract to Buster Keaton has a Buster Keaton movie. Is Starring... it really 1932? Because yeah. how could how could O'Connell O'Connor be in it? He no, 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 no. He's not in this one. Speak oh, easily okay. is Buster Keaton and Jimmy Durante. Okay, ah, so it's just a speak. It's a speaker. It's a yeah. It's they did. It's a prohibition pun. They speak easily. Yeah. Uh, so here I'll I'll play the trailer for you. Universal Studios presents Hot Shot Jimmy Durante. Hot cha cha. Oh, Mrs. Durante, I'll I'll see you later, you old broad. And that guy who's hanging out at the studio, Buster Keaton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he opens the window. Buster, come on yeah, in. Buster, come on in, huh? Well, that's. Did you take a shower before we? Where? Where am I going to take a shower? I live in a van. <laughs> By the gate. You know that's funny. Like he should go up and like not talk because he's a silent star. I wish yeah. he does in these movies. He does. He speaks in a manner that will take you and want you to flush your head down the toilet. <laughs> I will get that joke after I see this film because he has a weird talking voice. Yeah, yeah, it's just like you want. So we're gonna watch it. At what no beer is the one I like. It's not on the YouTube. So fortunately, him and Jimmy did a bunch of movies together, including Speak Easily from 1932. That'll be our movie next week. So as always, we are streaming on the Muni Radio. So check us out next Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Subscribe to our podcast at L W A F L M O Y T. And you can get the audio every Sunday night or subscribe to the YouTube channel, same acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, where Carl will sync the movie and the podcast. Carl, anything you'd like to promote? And you do so much work on this. I, I would love to give CarlSucks.com. CarlSucks you. CarlSucks.com. Find out what's going on with me. Sounds good. And I have nothing going on, so there's nothing to worry about. We'll <laughs> see you guys next Sunday. Bye. Let's watch
Uh, thank you very much. Uh, this is. o'clock it's friday night you're at mutinyradio.fm and .sf and it's time for happy hour the happiest hour of two hours of comedy on the internet streaming and everywhere else that exists with comedy happy friday yay you're all here we're all here it's four minute sets you'll hear the horn at three i try to do it on a punchline so that it doesn't disturb you too much <laughs> the scary clown horn uh, but we're going to do those sets, and it's going to be really fun, and we're going to be each other's audience because it doesn't look like there's any people with souls in here today. But usually people come by, and they're like, oh, the comedy, what's going on? And then there's real people here sometimes, too. So, yeah, thanks for being here, though, and be nice to each other as audience, and clap your hands together for your first comedian, everybody. It's Kelly Evans! Yay! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hell yeah, I decided not to go home for the holidays. Give it up for me, thank you. Um, Yeah, I don't know, every time I'm there, I just end up missing here, you know? And so, you know, in order to get a piece of home, I sometimes have to walk outside and take a shit on the sidewalk, you know? And that's, I bring a piece with me, you know what I mean? Um, If you don't know, I'm from Texas. Uh, That's how they say it. You have to say it with a little bit of racism, you know? That's how, (laughs) Texas, you know? Like, you just don't really, you're not quite sure about Chinese people. You know what I mean? That's how, no offense. Um, no, it is a very racist place, though. I don't know. Eh, kind of. Anyway, um, I don't know if you know this about the South, but it's racist. And, uh, I mean, so much so, in fact, there are some people who think the South is going to rise again. That's like a statement they say in, in Mississippi. The South shall rise again. Like, not with those test scores. Man, you know, have you seen... The science and math scores, like, you got to be able to spell secession to do secession, I'm pretty sure. Tight. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, oh, I, I, speaking of racism, um, I was in an Uber the other day, and the driver was like, Chinese people can't drive, and he was Korean. So that was weird, you know? I was like, turns out white people are the only one feeling bad about racism. <laughs> we are. Other races are just living it up, you know? They're just having a great time. It's just a wild thing to say, go back to where you came from when you're also not from here, you know? This shit was weird. Um, I, uh, see, I used to do OxyContin. Thank you, I'm a hero. Um, yeah, I did Oxy, and uh, I stopped doing it because my family was upset. And um, so, I, you know, once I kind of got off drugs, I was, like, spending a lot more time with them. You know, I actually learned something. I should have kept doing the oxy. I should have just kept doing Yeah, my family sucks. They are. It was not worth it, honestly. Um, I'd rather be an addict. Uh, all right, I'll finish on this last thing because it's long. Um, uh, my friend is about to have a baby. And uh, so he's actually going to be stay at home because his wife has a much more successful job than he does. Uh, yeah, makes him a loser. A fucking, yeah, no, he's a hero. He's a hero, way to go. It is weird when he breastfeeds, though, you know? That is awkward for everybody. Um, I just, the thing that annoys me is we were at the baby shower, and somebody was like, uh, 
being a parent is the hardest job in the world. And I was like, it's not a fucking job, man. I've never got a job where it came with placenta, you know? I'm just saying, it's not, it's not, why do we keep calling it a job? I know that makes stay-at-home parents feel better, but it's, it's way harder than any fucking job. Like, if I had a job that made me clean shit up and show up early constantly, I would flush it down the toilet. You know what I mean? Is that too dark? That was, I knew Pam would like that one. All right, that one was just for Pam. Anyway, I just, yeah, I've never cared about a job the way you probably care about being a parent, you know? Um, also, uh, beco- ironically, becoming a parent is way easier than getting any job. There's no drug test or test at all. You can just, uh, yeah, you just easily become, I never beca- I never got a job because I was just too horny one time and I didn't pull out. I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot. You're the CEO now, you know? That's never never fucking happened once man although it would be pretty cool that'd be pretty tight if it worked that way i would love to come early and then get a job for it um also the thing is you can quit a job you know you can't quit but you can quit being a coal miner and people are very congrat they're congratulatory they're like hey good for you you know you're retired if you quit being a parent all people have is questions that is it you're just like think about how much more free time i have you're like where the fuck are your kids man All right, that was uh, very high energy. Thank you very much. Have fun. Uh, I'll see you later. Where the fuck are your kids? Yay, Kelly Evans. Yay. Yay, Kelly Evans. Kids are gross. Uh, Your next comedian, super funny guy. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Devontre Coleman. Yeah. Hello, can you hear me? Why did you sit on the stool instead of one of the chairs? Like, <laughs> you just wanted to be all the way in the back. Oh, yeah, all right, joke time. Uh, I think we should bring back slavery, simply because I'm tired of having to clean my own apartment. I don't think black people should be the slaves. I think uh, white Uber drivers should be the slaves. Um, I say that, but I'm not racist. I uh. I'm not racist. I, I I know that racism is wrong. We can all agree that racism is wrong, right? Cool, yeah. But that was a, that was low energy. I'm leaving as soon as I'm done. Ra- all racism is wrong, but it's not all bad. There are some perks to racism. Like personally, my favorite perk is that because of racism, random white couples will never ask me to take pictures of them with their phone. Oh uh, yeah, racism could have stopped a lot of things. Like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. He's been in media lately. He could have been stopped with just a sprinkle of racism because if you don't know, he killed 17 men of color, like 17 minority men. If he was just a little bit more racist, it would have only been two white men, max, because the police care about white people. Um, Y'all like video games? Make some noise if you like playing video games. Woo, this is a high-energy crowd. This is my favorite. I like video games, um, but... I don't like being called a gamer. I feel like that's our N-word. It's actually way worse because no one's ever called me a gamer as a term of endearment. They usually use the hard R. Uh, yeah. I would prefer if people outside of the gaming community refer to us as people of games. Cool. Uh, yeah. I need to lose weight because I like big girls. And it's weird because when, when you're skinny and you date bigger women, it's like... You're being adventurous and she's accomplishing something. But have you ever seen two big people on a date? It, it just looks like they both settled. 
I uh, I uh, I recently found this new diet. It's called the Jurassic Diet, where you eat what you think the dinosaurs would have eaten. I don't think it's gonna work though, cause I genuinely believe the dinosaurs would have enjoyed Oreos. Um, are we a sex positive crowd? We we believe in sex work and all that. Make some noise, yeah. We, we, yeah, I think we need to shed more light on the real heroes though. Those are the sex volunteers, cause without them, we'd be miserable. Um. You all, you all believe in like exploring your sexuality, right? I've been exploring my sexuality lately, and the older I get, the more I realize that my sexual preferences are on the default settings. Like, uh, freaky shit actually isn't cool to me anymore. I recently got invited to my first orgy, and I don't really know how I feel about that. Because to be invited to an orgy, strangers have to think you look like you attend orgies. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to watch or join in, but uh, I'm going to find out on Saturday. Uh, I'm gonna end on uh, this chug that Ian loves. Uh, so, those like I know that freaky shit isn't my forte because like dirty talk scares me. Because when you're too good at dirty talk, it becomes like intimidating. I was with this lady recently, and in the heat of the moment, she said to me, "She said, I want you to fill me up with so much cum that it seeps out of my pores." Like, first of all, I definitely got to get tested after this. But also, like, that wasn't improvised. She practiced that in front of a mirror for, like, weeks. Also, I didn't want her to, like, be upset with me. Like, I, want, I wanted her to stay in the zone. So the first thing I thought of, I said, and I said, yo, after fucking with a nigga like me, you're going to need a dermatologist. And, yeah, thank you. I'm Devon Trey. Devon Trey Coleman, yay! I understand about those practiced lines. I was hey I was on the bus and um some children behind me they were probably 15 year old guys they one of them said to another one I came so hard on her chest I knocked the wind out of her I was like you did not you haven't come on anything but your own chest you fucking child I did not say that to the child your next comedian clap your hands together for Jared Senna What the fuck is up guys Hey Hey Spencer, nice to see you, Hagrid. Anyways, uh, hey, my name's Jared. One of Pam's abortions that came to life. Yep, uh, following in mom's footsteps. Uh, wish she acknowledged my existence. Uh, doesn't matter. Um, uh, so uh, recently, uh, I was having sex with a guy. Thank you, Josh. Uh, he forgot to pull out. Now he's CEO of my startup. Uh, I don't know. This is riffing off Kelly said. Okay. Thanks, Josh. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you always want to see Brave, I can do more than just that. No? Okay. Anyways, you know what? I, I have stuff to work on. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I was uh, popular in high school. Uh, I was known as that one kid that got hit by a car. I was on my way to smoke weed with my friend at a local park, and a car hit me as I was crossing the street. Yeah, you know, Spencer. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. My grandma once told me that smoking weed would put me in a hospital. I didn't think it would involve a Kia Sorento. Um, it was really hard to walk. I was in a full body cast and a wheelchair, but it was really easy for me to find a homecoming date. I just went up to the hottest girl I saw and just guilt-tripped the shit out of her. 
At first it didn't work, but eventually she caved in when I reminded her about the charges I filed for hitting me in the first place. Um, uh, let's see, uh, alright, we're gonna segue into porn jokes. Um, oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, that was brave too? Fuck yeah. Uh, um, um, uh, um, uh, okay, uh, what was this? forgot how this joke went. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Spencer. I <laughs> Thanks for uh covering me blanking out here. Um Yeah, um Uh I don't really uh, uh as a Gen Z person, I'm really grateful for all the resources the internet has provided me. Not worried worried about any desensitization. And when I really mean resources, I mean porn. Um Um I'm really glad I grew up with porn, you know. Uh, I was talking to uh, one of my older millennial friends, and he said that one time growing up he had no access to porn, so he just drew a picture and masturbated to it. Yeah, um, it sounds like a really insane thing to do, but I got to give the man credit. He has artistic talent that really did look like his stepmom. Uh, um, yeah, but... Uh, uh, I'm glad, I'm gl like I said, I'm glad I have porn because uh, I don't have to run into that same problem uh, because I, because I, if I want to watch porn, I can just go on the internet and I can find his stepmom everywhere. Uh, okay, maybe there's something there. Uh, okay. Uh, I want to be like, uh, maybe there's something there. I want to be like Mr. Miyagi to my kid. Uh, I love the karate kid. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna teach him to do chores until he learns a very important lesson at the end. But uh, it, this is not gonna be for self-defense. It's gonna be for something different. Uh, when he's finally having sex with his girlfriend, he's finally gonna be you know what to do. And I don't know how the fuck that joke's gonna that joke's gonna go. I I, I we're, I'm gonna work on that one. But you know what? Give it up for all the comics in the room. Give it up for Pam. And uh, have a good night, everybody. Keep your hands clapping for Jared and he's so brave. Jared, um, are you are you brave enough to eat one of my cheese? I made these Georgian cheese breads. They have 60 milligrams of weed. Yesterday I was so high. It's just yeah, I'll get it out of the bag for you in a sec. Um, um, hold on. So yeah, you're you're brave enough to do it. It's 60. Yeah, that's why yesterday at the bar on Dolores, Mike, I was in a supine position. I was like reclined the entire. I couldn't get up. And everyone had to hand me the microphone because I was like, I can't do it today. I can't stand up and down. Um, all right, your next hit was, they're really strong. Just be careful. Maybe don't eat the whole thing. I don't know. 6D, 6-0. Well, he could do, good luck. It's, it tastes so good, it's kind of hard not to. Your next comedian, so lovely. Put your hands together for Ian Langland. Baby, you got to stop. Yo, what's up? Jared's gonna eat that edible and we're not gonna hear from him ever again. <laughs> you know what you're gonna be you're gonna be living on Van Ness if you eat that fucking edible, bro. And not in an apartment complex. Um alright, there he goes. Oh shit. You just scarf it. Let him live a little bit. Jared's got, Jared needs excitement. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe you get taller, Jared. <laughs> okay, I gotta tell a joke now. Okay, uh, there's a, um, 
there's a very interesting divide between my generation and my parents' generation. Um, it comes up a lot. People are always talking about it, but for me, it, 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 it's like I get in arguments with like my aunts and uncles about generational stuff like all the time. And it's like really annoying because the way I look at it, it makes sense that I don't know things from the 70s, but when I tell them about things happening now, it like blows their fucking mind. It's, it's so weird. Like I was talking to my uncle the other day, and I told him, I was like, I've actually never written a letter before. And he was like, what the fuck are you fucking talking about? He, he treated me like I was like a, in a psych ward. He thought I was insane. And then I showed him how to find Google on his phone, and he was like, whoa, Steve Jobs. Sorry we can't all be tech geniuses. I just feel like there's like a disconnect. And then he turned around, he was like, you don't know the lead actor from Gilligan's Island, you fucking idiot? <laughs> I'm like, no. I don't know that, actually. It's just, I don't know, I, I, it happens to be all the fucking time. And directions are another one. I get it, you know, I do get it, like my parents' generation. Directions is everything. Directions, you, to get everywhere, you need it. Whoa! God damn, I was, I was in such a good flow, too. I'm going to blame that on Jared. Um, anyway, rewind. Um, it's your directions were like a big deal. I get it. <laughs> I need to get this out. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, I get it. That's like, that's how you do it. Everything was directions. You take this, you do this, you do this. My dad, every time I go anywhere, he's like, this is what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to go down 280, and once you hit the East Bend Turnpike, you're going to take the third exit, and all I hear when he's saying that is like, <laughs> like the parents from like the fuck pa parents from Charlie Brown, you know, and they go like wah wah wah. Like, it's nothing. There's there's no. I'm not retaining any of the information. He's saying it just like wah 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 wah, and I, and then I'm like I'm just gonna put it into Google Maps. God, I wish I caught that better, but it's okay. And then I I just feel I also feel like when you reach the age of 65, y you should like lose all privileges to the internet. I think that's that's what I think. I just don't, I don't know if there's anyone at that age that's doing any good on the internet. Like, I'll post something on my Instagram, and, like, my great aunt in Foster City will, like, comment on it. She'll be like, hey, Ian, looking handsome. How's the weather out there? Things are good here in Foster City. Me and Uncle Mike just settled down in our new home. Would love to see you sometime soon. Much love to the parents. And I'm like, I didn't need to know... Any of that, this is Instagram, and I just posted a dick pic, so that was so stupid. Um, actually, I think that's all I wanted to do, so I'm just going to give my time back. Thank you, everybody. The very generous Ian Langlands. Yay, Ian. He has new jokes. That's exciting. Oh. If we want to have a mustache growing contest, you guys, I am definitely going to win that one. Uh, your next comedian, I pluck mine. I don't know if you shave. Uh, I, don't, I don't shave anything, I, but I pluck. Yeah, it's no, sh no shave November, right? Is that what it is? Beard out November? Oh, <laughs> amazing. Your next comedian, so funny, so wonderful. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky. I don't think I'm ever going to emotionally recover from me and being mean to me. I don't think I can handle it. Uh, I went to Dolores Park this last weekend. And I saw this magician there. The incomparable Ivan. That dude was better than... Wait, no. He was worse than... 
Fuck, I can't. I can't do it. So fucking dumb, because incomparable means you can't. Anywho, uh, if you listen to Kanye West, you might think that Jews run the world. Uh, but if you listen to Beyonce, you know who run the world? Girls, yeah. So if you ever meet a Jewish woman, you do what the fuck she tells you. All right, Jewish women. Uh, Jews are a lot like pineapple pizza, you know? Like, half the world hates them. No one really knows why. I, they're a bit of an acquired taste, but they're sweet enough when you get to know them. They're no pepperoni, for obvious reasons. All right, this is going well. Um, I am Jewish. Uh, I keep kosher because it says to in the in the thing. And um, I don't know. Like, I, I keep kosher, but no one really knows if, like, that's the rule, right? Like, I feel like it would suck if I got up to heaven and God was just like, you, why didn't you have bacon that you need that to get in that's why we made it taste so good why didn't you do this okay cool trying out new fucking shit um you know what fuck this um more jewish stuff i'm jewish uh my girlfriend's asian which means that when you come to visit our place you have to take off your shoes uh, but you can complain about it as much as you want you know in fact it's required correct um, <laughs> I don't know. Something different. Devontae's giving me a look like he's trying to like stare through my chest cavity. And I don't know. Do you have like laser vision or something you're working on? I feel like you're trying to shoot through here. That's fair. Sorry. But that's a rough. That's a rough draw. Um. Anyways. Um. Yeah. I'm dating an Asian girl. Uh, a lot of Jews and Asians date. I think it's because. Our parents are so similar, like my parents are controlling, her parents are controlling. My parents are frugal, her parents are frugal. My parents uh, totally ashamed of my comedy career. Her parents totally ashamed in her taste in men. Um, yeah, we went to this uh, we went to this sushi spot the other night and uh, on the outside of the sushi spot, there's this sign that said, we are against anti-Asian hate. But there's a hyphen between Asian and hate. So it read like, we are against being anti-Asian hate. We love Asian hate. I was like, oh my God, what a great ad campaign to take racist people's money. And I was just like, do you hate the Asian culture and everything it stands for? Come discuss it over sushi and sake bombs. For an extra $500, you can pronounce nigiri however you want. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, I do think it's weird, like, there's, there's all these hate crimes against Asian people, these, these racists who are blaming Asian folks for COVID, they're going up and attacking Asian people in the street, which, it's weird to me, because, like, how are you so racist that you blame all Asian people for COVID, yet not racist enough to assume they all know Kung Fu? You should be terrified of attacking these people, all right? You don't get to just pick and choose the stereotypes you want to believe in, like, I need to figure out an example there. Um, you know what? Fuck all of this. I'm going to do one more joke. Um, actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to go die now. Cool. Peace out. Yay! Josh Kotsky, yay! No, no. He was being metaphorical, I think. Or he was... He's, he's anti-anti-suicide. He's, he's suicide prevention anti anti... He's raising awareness for an anti-euthanasia, anti-self-euthanasia. You're an ex-comedian. Uh, I was, uh, hey, I don't know, I don't say. He has a great show coming up this Friday 
11 11 at Boozland, Emperor Norton's at 7 o'clock. Put your hands together for Dorian Trung. I uh, ran out of clean pants, so that's why I'm wearing pants uh, that belongs to a giant. I waited for him to fall asleep before I stole these from him. I didn't have to wait long because he was real tired from fucking me in the ass. I uh, I was getting my uh, I was getting a blowjob recently, guys, and um, and then my girlfriend got really upset at me because my dick tasted different. Thought I was cheating. I was sneaking around her back by like eating hamburgers, guys. Turned out it was gout dick. She was like one of those horse girls. She could like sense the inflammation before I came. Anyway, we broke up, and um, I think it took us breaking up before I realized how much I missed uh, jacking off. You know I mean, it's the only way I could come sitting down, guys. Amazing. Yeah, I've had a lot of free time in my hands, so I've been watching a lot of TV. Uh, I just watched the new uh, the newest season of the Game of Thrones show. Anybody here watch that? Nice. Makes me really wish I had a sister. I uh, also started watching um, my new favorite show, uh, Love on a Spectrum. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know those guys were autistic. I thought it was just a bunch of cool dudes just killing it in the dating game. I was taking notes. I was like looking back and I was like, oh shit, the things that were cool in the show. Swords, fedoras, going to the zoo. Now I feel so stupid writing that down. I should have known something was up when I uh when I saw one of those guys like super into ligers, you know what I mean? And for you guys that don't know, a liger is just a big retarded lion. My uh, my friend dressed up as Kanye over Halloween. He uh, wore one of those uh, White Lives Matter sweaters. I was like, whoa! So I pulled him aside. I was like, dude, that's not cool, man. All lives matter. Some people think uh, Kanye is racist. You know, some people say he's anti-Semitic. I say he's a hero. He single-handedly ended Stop Asian Hate. What else I have here? I don't have anything else, Pam. Thank you. Oh, wow. Dorian Trung, everyone, giving his time back to the room. Does anybody have like one of those flosser things, those individual flosser things in their bag? I have, anyway. That, not too thick. Um, your next comedian, what a gem, what a sparkle. Put your hands together, everybody, for Colin Braun. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I have more jokes about depression. Are you guys familiar with? Thank you. Are you guys Are you guys familiar with despair? Would you like to get familiar with despair? All right. I'm not depressed today. Thank you. Anyway, um, I've been reading the Quran um, because I left my husband in a hurry, and I grabbed a book. Um, and I didn't even realize what I had done until I was halfway through the third Sirah, and I realized this isn't Pride and Prejudice. And then I soon learned that both Pride and Prejudice are to be avoided if you're going to live a spiritual life. At least that's what was revealed to the Prophet upon him. 
but um, I've noticed that uh, comedians will joke about just about everything except for Islam, and I think it's because they're afraid that if they say the wrong thing, cross the wrong line, then an angry, violent mob of white liberals will come and behead their career. But Twitter's dead now, um, and so is my ability to care. So let's just uh, keep going about it. <clears throat> so I grew up in a worldly, liberal suburb of Boston. I always thought from that uh, schooling that I knew a decent amount about Islam, it turns out I, uh, I didn't know shit, and neither do any of you. So let's all learn together. Now, Islam is an Abrahamic religion, meaning that Muslims worship the same all-knowing, all-powerful God as Jews and Christians. They all talk about him a little bit different. In Islam, God is merciful. Whereas in Christianity, God is loving. And in Judaism, God is busy. Don't bother him. Islam was established in the 600s by the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. During a time when the religious groups, this is a very long bit, I had to write it down, I'm sorry. During a time when the religious groups on the Arabian Peninsula, polytheists, Jews, and Christians, were always in conflict. It may surprise you to learn that Christians today, and Christians 1,300 years ago, were exactly the same. Because they were just going around, knocking on doors, saying, hey, good news, Jesus is the Son of God. And the polytheists were like, yeah, they, they all have kids. How do you spell Jesus? Is it with a G? Then I will work on back to filing cabinet gods. Thank you. Laughing. Anyway, that would upset the Christians. They'd go and upset a Jewish guy next door, and he'd have to get out of the bath. And um, he'd say, look, your friend sounds like he's very nice, but that doesn't mean he's the son of God. Also, the mezuzah says no solicitors. So that theological tension was brewing growing until eventually all of Arabia was reduced to pointless tribalistic fighting in the desert. It was like gays in Palm Springs, Beyonce versus Gaga. Nothing's getting accomplished. Nobody's having fun. Girl, you're dehydrated. And so through his teachings and against all odds, the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, united the tribes under one religion. The people of the Middle East have gotten along ever since. Thank you. Now, one of the most well-known aspects of Islam is that they pray five times a day. Turns out this was not originally what God wanted. He said to the prophet, peace be upon him, like the new religion, kid, 50 times a day, and the prophet, peace be upon him, he says, sure, that's great. So he leaves the meeting room with God, and he's heading down the escalator. He runs into Moses, who was another major prophet in Islam. Hey, had to go up there with the big guy. He said, oh, he said, it, it went good. Uh, he said 50 times a day. And Moses said, kid, I know you're new to this. I've had people follow me before. You never pray sticker price. Get back there and negotiate. So Moses walks him through this cosmic negotiation and gets God down to five times a day from 50. That's the Bay Area equivalent of a beautiful hill, of a beautiful home in the Oakland Hills for $185,000. Now God is all powerful. God is all knowing. God created the heavens and the earth and the kittens and the puppies and the chocolates and the flowers. No one ever said God is a good businessman. Frankly, I'm amazed that he even managed to make a profit. I'm pretty sure you've all heard that joke before and knew what it was building to. Thank you so much for your time. My name is Colin Brock.
Yay, Colin Braun. Yay. Peace be upon him. Uh, is that sacrilegious if I say that about you? Your next comedian runs a great room down in the South Bay. First and third Wednesdays. Put your hands together, everybody, for Wally Hippolito. Oh, shit. Happy Friday, folks. Happy fucking Friday. That's what's up. Um, I've been watching a new TV show. Li- or I've been watching a TV show lately called uh, "World's Toughest Prisons." Y'all heard of it? Yeah. If you haven't, it's a. Uh, it's like Orange is the New Black, but with less lesbians. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I've um. I was watching this episode in the Philippines, and I was thinking to myself, like, man, if I were locked up, I'd probably be the fucking top dog in that prison, right? Cut to a scene where a dude's getting gangbanged, and then he looks exactly like me. Uh, turns out I'd make a better bottom bitch, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, y'all know I love to gamble. Yeah, I love... Yeah, people call it an addiction, but uh, I like to call myself a gambling enthusiast. Because addiction implies that I'm like, I get really desperate, you know, to get my things paid for. Like, really desperate to get a fix. And, you know, I'm not sucking bookies off for $50 to get a parlay paid for, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I bring my sister for. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just fucking with you guys, guys. I'm, I don't have a sister, uh, especially since the last time I had to pay off the Yakuza. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's this group called Moms Against Gambling, and they're set out to make um, online gambling harder for kids to do. And I think it's kind of stupid, you know, because, like, if, my, if I ever caught my kid gambling, like... That's like the least weirdest thing on the internet, am I right, guys? Like, these women have obviously been, never been on chat roulette before, you know? Like, if my kid is putting up $50 before Thursday night football, God bless his soul. Because it teaches me t- a couple of things. Uh, one, that that kid is ambitious. And two, never to lend that little motherfucker money in my life. Because I'm never going to see that shit again. Thank you. Um... My mom, uh, she's re- my mom is a huge gambler. I get it from her. Uh, I think she's so good at gambling because uh, she's great at mental warfare. Yeah, yeah. Th- she's a bad bitch, y'all. She really is. Like I remember as a kid, uh, she would hit my brother whenever he got in trouble. Right? You know, don't look at me like that. It was the '90s. What the fuck you want me to do? And um, as she's hitting him, she turns around and looks at me and says, "Do you want next, Wally?" What the fuck gave you that idea, lady? Like, you can't be over here handing handing out uh, buy one, get one beatdowns because you feel like it or if it's convenient to you, bro. Like, you got to chill, man. So, um, so our relationship's going really well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's gotten a lot better since uh, we started, since I started therapy. Yeah. Uh, now she calls me the daughter she's always wanted, which is really great for me. I love it. You know, it's gotten to the point where she uh, she texted me the other day asking, like, hey, you know, I'm getting rid of, the, rid of these dresses. Do you want any of them? And I was appalled, you know? I was like, dude, are you fucking serious? Send me a couple photos, man. Like, I want to check them out. I like Thank you. Uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of TV lately. Uh, on Netflix, one of my favorite movies, Ocean's Eleven, is on. You guys watch that? Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. I I love the fantasy part of it all, really. Like, the really fake part of it where a a man in his uh, 40s can call 10 other dudes to hang out. 
Yeah, because if you're over 30 years old, guys, you, you're going to, you three are going to fucking learn later on that you can call like two or three dudes up, but they're probably not going to answer you until your dying days. Um, yeah, I'm Wally Hippolito. That's my time. Hooray, we all die alone. Yay, Wally Hippolito. That was that was an interesting ending to it. Like I was like, I'll chuck it along, and I'm like, you don't have any friends. It's okay, I don't either. We're all lone wolves. Yay, we're all gonna die alone. I know I don't have ten friends. I don't have ten. I don't even. I don't, I don't even. I don't even have two. Are you kidding me? Uh, Newman Shake is not here yet. No, no. But you know who is? Dave, put your hands together. Dan Guan. Woo. I get What's up, everybody? Oh, you, oh, All right, cool. Still can't get this one thing around. All right, cool. Uh, so, guys, like, as you guys, some of you, some of you guys already know, I actually grew up in a suburb outside of Boston. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you. One white guy who really, really knows his suburbs out there. All right. Um, very white town. You know, very, very white town. To give you some perspective of how white this town was, the only two gra two famous people that graduated out of my high school was a lot was a, was a hockey player for the New Jersey Devils and Bill Burr. Yeah, you guys ever had like a yearbook superlative called most likely to get into a bar fight? I want to have to sit there for a little bit. I think I've, as, as being an Asian guy that went to an all-white high school, I had to really try hard to assimilate because I had to really try everything to also blend it with everybody. And I did everything, right? I started wearing my cap backwards. I started going to tailgates. I started dating Asian women. Like I did everything I could to be a white guy, and it just would not work out. Totally stand out. Speaking of which, it's also kind of weird because now I'm noticing that at, uh, eight white dudes are trying to be Asian. Almost sometimes they're taking it a little too far. Like one time I was actually having breakfast with my parents. We got into a little bit of an argument in, in the morning. And this one white guy comes over to our table and just says, son, hey, your dad is a very wise man. To which I was like, dude, you understand Chinese? That's crazy because I couldn't understand what the fuck my dad was saying. So, uh, you know, that, uh, you can be my, you can be his son going forward, you know, you can be his son going forward. Okay, cool. That one, that's not going to work out. Uh, let's see. Uh, my dad runs a Chinese restaurant. Uh, I spent a lot of time growing up there and, uh, you can tell that my dad spent a lot of time at a Chinese restaurant because a lot of the, uh, life lessons he did uh, were always be framed as restaurant chores. This guy was a modern day Mr. Miyagi. Like he would try, he would basically would tell me to run the front register, uh, as a way to prepare for mental math. Um, my uh, my driver's test uh, instantly became uh, my next Chinese delivery order. Like, I don't know. That was pretty crazy to be thinking about. Okay, that one may or may not go somewhere. Uh, let's see. All right, let's, let's do this one. Uh, you guys been getting spam texts lately? You guys been getting into spam texts to your phone lately? Yeah, all the fucking time, right? Really fucking annoying. Yeah, I think it's weird that especially, like, I used to think that, like, spam text would be, like, click on this link, you know, go... Go click on this like weird like virus link. Now they're getting hella creative because now I've been getting texts saying, "Hey Ben, when are we gonna go golfing? Hey dude, when are we gonna talk about your real estate offer?" One text literally just wrote back and said, "I made cake at home. Welcome to taste it at my home." Which got me thinking. I'm like, what person will really? Who is this really for? Like, who's gonna fall for this shit? You know, it's like thinking about, ah, oh, fuck, they're not going to scam some money out of me, but thinking, oh my God, you know, that one friend I don't know about, I got to try his cake at home, you know? Like, how crazy is that? This is like the modern day, like, uh, abduction, because instead of now you can't talk to strangers and, and, and fall for candy, now it's like, oh shit, I can't fall for unsolicited cake. Like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. 
I don't. I just don't think the spammers really know anything about me, right? Because all they're just thinking is that I'm just some rich white dude now with diabetes. Like, I just don't think those texts are really meant for anybody. You know? Okay, that one might go somewhere. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, all right, guys. Uh, so some of you might know this. I also uh, so uh, by day I work in tech. Thank you, Pam. And uh, I think one of the weirdest things that I get is that when I tell people what I do actually for my day job, they automatically assume software engineer. Uh, which is, I think, is kind of racist, right? Just because you think that as a single Asian guy living in the Bay Area, you automatically assume I'm a software engineer, right? Because uh, don't you guys know that I'm uh, too stupid to be doing that kind of thing? Like, okay, that one might, that one might not work worth out there. And uh, let's see. Actually, I think that's what I'm going to try for today. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Dan Guan, everyone. Hooray. Wait, your next comedian, one of my favorite comedians, I've known him forever, and he's every Tuesday, he just murders um, up at the Milk Bar and hates debates. Put your hands together for Spencer Devine! Uh, Pam, I, I, finally, oh, I finally started writing in this notebook. Um, I've written in other notebooks before, but every notebook that I've had has been lost or stolen. Uh, and the, o the only benefit of that is I hope that someone out there putting up their dick jokes trying to get a dollar, you know? Uh, has anyone, have, have you guys ever had someone come up to you and they're like, oh, let me tell you a joke for a dollar and you then you, you compete with them and you're like, no, let me tell you a joke for a dollar. And they're like, no, let me tell you a joke. And it's like, I need this more. This is my dream. Uh, so I watch Law and Order a lot because I have a job and then I like to waste the rest of my time. Uh, and I, I saw a really good episode. Uh, and so I decided, uh, you know, I'm going to read an excerpt and as is common in the style of Law and Order, no specific character names or plot points are referenced. <laughs> Detective comes into the room. Uh, did you get the subpoenas we put on your desk? What subpoenas? So, now, have you ever said something over and over again and it changes? And you're like, what subpoenas? What subpoenas? What's a penis? And then I know it's not SVU, but they should know. But then they come back into it. It's like, uh, what's a penis? Uh, oh, just you'll find them under the briefs, you know. <laughs> but when you break it open, you know, go slowly. There's a lot to take in. Hey, just oh, so just another hardened criminal breaking breaking penal code 69. Oh my God, that's why there's subpoenas on your desk. Looks like he was lucky, a hung jury, they couldn't come together. <laughs> there was a firm offer, you know, from the defense to pull the jury, uh, but, the, but the judge, you know, she made them eat her rebuttal. She kept banging and banging and banging until they came into her chambers. But did he get off? No, he can't get off until the state drops their suits. 
But if this goes on any longer, the defense might not be pro bono anymore, and they'll say it's a headache, and then they'll rest instead. And that's the whole of that bit. I did not learn any Law & Order character names. Junk, junk. Uh, you know, it's been getting... Oh, apparently the musical Grease is complicated now. It's, it's troubling because of the dynamics between men and women are really weird in that musical. And Nikki especially is a monster. Uh, but you know what was bad? You know what was worse than the musical Grease? Ancient... Greece, you know, it was real bad. It was so bad. You know, they were, oh, they were the fathers of architecture. They also loved little boys a lot. You know how much they loved them? They were the ones who invented the word for old men loving a much younger man. Pedagogy. Look it up. The entirety of ancient Greece was like Chris Hansen's To Catch a Philosopher. Uh, yes. In the musical Grease, they do call Grease Lightning a pussy wagon. Uh, but you know what a pussy wagon was in ancient Greece? The wagon that they picked up your body in when lions came from the mountain. Not mountain lions, regular lions from the mountains. Fuck ancient Greece. That's been my time. Spencer Devine, everyone. That was wonderful. Go see him at Milk Bar every Tuesday and on many other shows. He's hilarious, wonderful. Yay. Oh, and he has an improv show second and fourth Wednesdays at Piano Fight. Is that right? Next Wednesday, Piano Fight, 7 o'clock. 7.30, 7.30. 7.30 Piano Fight. Yay. And support Piano Fight. They're an amazing venue. And I just talked to Rob the other night and uh, the owner guy, and he's so cool. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Cover to sing. Sketch that I wrote a while ago, and I'm basically a dick pic that's in the trash bin of someone's like camera. I'm in the trash bin of the trash folder. Trash folder. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the trash folder of Rebecca's camera roll. I'm dick pic number one. Feel like Guantanamo in here. Once you get in, you never come out. Okay, so get comfortable. Days we're gonna be zero. Zilch. Nada. Let me show you around, okay? The trash folder, you run with people like you, okay? There's the WhatsApp photos, there's the screenshots, there's the apartment tours, the restaurant checks. Okay, the selfies, all 2,000 of them. But the politics don't end there, okay? Because it draws lines. The screenshots of the addresses don't fuck with the screenshots of the Instagram ads. And the screenshots of the Instagram ads don't fuck with the so there's a reason why the gods put you with us, okay? Take a seat. The dick, wait, wait, wait. There's a reason why the gods put you with us. The dick pic, okay? So take a seat. Meet the crew. There's girthy. There's there's uh, the worm. There's twitch. The growers. The showers. The pekkas. There's Dave Franco. Always high. 
everyone's pretty outgoing, okay? Except Whiskey Dick. He's what guy? Okay. We all hear under the same sentence, okay? Loitering, harassment, indecent exposure. Women say they don't want us. But when do women ever ask for anything they want? Talk to you. Uh, all right. Okay, okay, okay. All right, another thing, okay? Something happened to you, something happened to the rest of us. We die for each other here, okay? Last thing to remember, warden, the uh, Bex, the warden. Yeah, she's the reason why you're in the trash folder, okay? You start a fight, you make sure Bex don't find you, okay? The only thing in common between all of us in the trash folder is that we're deleted in 60 days, okay? And don't be thinking about no parole. There was only one drunken escape in 08 when Bex mistakenly, wait, what? Wait, sorry, let me, okay. When Bex drunkenly mistook Harry over there for a schnauzer and sent him to the cloud, okay? But like gossip, that's hearsay. Take a seat. What's your story? Okay, that's it, that was it, that was it, that was it. I'm working, you know, I'm remembering it. I'm remembering it. Um, okay, that, that's, that's all I have for you guys. <laughs> Hey, your next comedian. Excited that they're here all the way from San Jose. Put your hands together for Derage. Hey, keep it going for Pam. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys have seen that movie, Bad Boys, but um, great movie. Watched it a lot when I was a kid. But kind of gave a misleading view of cops, right? Like when I was a kid, I thought cops were cool, you know? Like I thought they were like Will Smith, um, just, you know, blowing shit up, saying cool one-liners. But uh, then you see shit like Uvalde, Texas, and you're like, oh, that's not how that works at all. You know, like I thought cops were going to be like Will Smith, but turns out they're more like Will Smith watching his wife getting fucked by 25-year-old R&B singers. Oof, that usually does better. Um, all right, so um, I'm um, pretty religious. I'm a Hindu, born and raised, and... Um, I was reading scripture just the other day, and um, I learned the Lord Shiva when he met his wife Parvati. They made love for aeons. Pretty cool, huh? Aeons. I've been praying every day since I read that shit, dude. Like, I swear to God, man, like, shit like that is why I'm always going to be a Hindu, dude. You're, like, never going to see me in fucking church, dude. I'm not going to have a fucking cross around my neck or anything. Because, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Jesus died a virgin. In fact, not only did he die a virgin, he died a virgin, he was resurrected, then he died again, and he was still a virgin. Fucking nerd. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, what, like how are you going to be the son of God and have zero hoes, you know? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, what the fuck was wrong with this guy, dude? Like, he could turn water into wine, he could walk on water. Like, what the fuck was wrong with this guy? He had a solid job, too, you know? He was a carpenter. Was he just a creep, you know? Like, was he just fucking going up to girls at parties, fucking cornering them? Like, hey, you know who my dad is? Fucking weirdo. Like, maybe, maybe the Romans fucking crucified him for being an incel, you know? Like, we got to get this guy off the streets. Made every woman in Jerusalem uncomfortable. Like, uh, yeah, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, um, let's see what else I got. Uh, fucking, um... Yeah, my dad's a pretty smart dude. You know, he went to one of the top engineering colleges in India, but he was such a fucking nerd that, like, kind of ruined things growing up, you know? 
Because, like, uh, I remember one time I was watching the 2000 Sydney Olympics. I was four years old. Um, I'm having a great time. This guy fucking walks up to me. He's like, hey, did you know that um, prior to the 1970s, India and Pakistan would win gold and silver in the Olympics every single year? But then they changed the rules so that um, it would be played on turf, and then only European countries would win because uh, India and Pakistan players were too poor to practice on turf fields. And I was like... Fuck, dude, I was, I was having a good time watching this. Why'd you have to ruin it with facts, you fucking dork? <laughs> like, thanks, Dad, you fucking nerd. Like, oh, man, dude, like, I remember, like, I, I wish I had a dad like my friend Shane, dude. Like, Shane's dad was fucking awesome, dude. Like, he wasn't into any nerd shit like that. He was just into fucking sports center and alcoholism. Pretty fun combo, you know? Shane's dad was getting way too hammered to fucking cite instances of oppression during sporting events. And I appreciate that a lot, dude. You know? Like, I was, like, my dad was just fucking sitting around coding all day, dude. Shane's dad was having us do fun shit, like getting all his friends together and making me and Shane fight. That was fucking cool, dude. Learned some hooks and crosses. Pile drivers. Great time. All right, that's my time, everybody. all the way from San Jose. That's great. We've got four comedians left. Hang in there. Put your hands. You just uh, you just walked in. He was a little bit late, but put your hands together for Newman Shake. Yeah. yeah, what's up, guys? I don't know. Um. Ah, uh, uh, this is. How are you guys doing? You guys doing good? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I, I I hit a car on the way here, so I think that's... Yeah, I'm just fucking with you guys. Boo. Yeah, I'm a liar. I don't know. I don't want to talk about today. I, I did hit my insurance agent recently. I got in a car accident with my insurance agent. You know what that means? I need to find a new insurance agent. That's what that means. Because you're not going to get insurance... You're not going to get accident forgiveness. Well, this isn't working. That's fine. I don't have a lot of new jokes. I um Apple the Apple screen time feature, that's a weird feature. It's a feature that makes you feel bad about using your product too much. Like no other company can get away with that. Like Xbox can't have a thing where they're like, if you play more than three hours a day, we're gonna send you a letter calling you a virgin. Like that's not like that's not a thing. Um yeah, they're they're building a lot of anti homeless architecture. Big fan. I think I think they should go all the way. Because, like, the most extreme form of anti-homeless architecture is uh, housing. That's that's what that is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm almost done with college. And when I left for college, my mom, she was like, Newman, be careful. They're going to offer you a lot of drugs. And I'm going to be honest. I've been invited to a lot more Bible studies than I've been offered drugs on college campuses. So, yeah, I don't know. I think... Like addiction isn't the scourge of college campuses. Um, power of Christ is. Okay, I um. Thanks, Devontae. Means a lot. I am getting really lonely. Like I'm taking scam likely calls in the hope that's the love of my life. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I. They always ask me for like my social security number, but from a certain point of view, they're just trying to get to know me. And I think that's really romantic, so that's that's nice. Yeah, um, 
I don't know if you guys watched this documentary Super Size of Me in high school, but it was like a very weird documentary. Documentary about this guy who eats McDonald's three times a day, every day to prove it's bad for you. And I was like, you didn't need to do that. Is someone phoning in right now? Is that... Alright, that's cool. That's a cool feature. I just get comments from strangers seeing my set. Like, you suck, you know? I'm fine. No, but it was a... Yeah, it was... It was a weird feature. It was a weird... Um, it was a weird documentary, because a documentary... The guy who ate McDonald's. Yeah, I said that part. And when I was watching, I was like, you didn't need to do that. Because nobody eats like McDonald's three times a day, every day, to prove it's bad for you. Like, nobody. All right. Very niche. Big fan of reality TV. I like reality TV because it makes me feel better about how I'm doing as a person. Like, I'm very single right now. But I was watching The Bachelor, and I was like, you know what? I've never been desperate enough to go to ABC for help. Like, that's not... Also a big fan of HGTV. I like HGTV because that's the only network that's explicitly saying fuck poor people, you know? Like, I don't know if you guys watch that show, um, Fixer Upper. It's a weird show. It's a show where someone has a leaky faucet and their solution is to destroy their entire home and build a new one. I feel like HGTV wants to be more relatable. They need to make a spin-off of House Hunters and just call it Risky Rentals. Just a bunch of like 20 somethings and got that closet they stuffed Harry Potter and being like, you know what, it's possible. Alright, I learned a lot, guys. Thank you. Newman Shake, everyone. Newman. Alright. Uh, Julio, dis Julio disappeared. We don't know what happened to him. But Drea Myers is supposedly on her way. She pre-signed, so I'm going to do some jokes before she gets here. So, yay, clap your hands together for me, Pam Benjamin. Yay. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah, I kind of look like the art teacher everyone wanted to fuck. No? Okay. You guys are all like, we can't say anything. It's weird. It's like you're my stepmom, except it's not sexy. Um... <laughs> No, I, uh, I'm tired of being a strong, independent woman. I want to be a dependent. I want to be a stepmom in Walnut Creek. I'm just, I know that statement put feminism back 45 years, but I'm really tired of working hard. <laughs> I just want, <laughs> how, well, I already know how hot your dad is. He's old. Uh, Wally, how, how hot is your dad? Oh, shit, man. <laughs> Trying to practice my crowd work, and I'm like, next I'm going to ask Newman, he's going to be like, my dad's dead. And I mean, no! Uh, how hot's your dad? Yeah. Tavatre, how hot's your dad? You don't know your dad either! So it looks like I'm never going to be the stepmom I want to be. I'll never get to have that three-way with a family member that I've always wanted. Uh, it, through marriage. Through marriage. Don't be gross. You're the ones watching the porn. I don't even watch porn. I don't even know what everybody's fucking talking about. I just want to be a stepmom in Walnut Creek. I just want to have like nine kinds of cheeses in a drawer. Do you know? Like that kind of wealth. Like nine kinds of cheeses. I don't understand vegans because they don't eat cheese and I'm like no wonder you're always so angry <laughs> like you just have a bite of cheese it's okay if I if I had to choose between sex or cheese for the rest of my life I'm 100% going cheese I'm like facts who cares <laughs> doesn't matter at this point because they're like oh is that possible menopause menopause is so scary 
<laughs> you just stop caring about everything. It's good. And then you put on lipstick and people go, <gasps> what happened to you? And I'm like, did I look like I always get punched in the face? Like, what happened? Is that what's going on? Okay, I should do some of the jokes that I planned on doing tonight to see if they work out. Um, I was going to do that crowd work and hopefully no one's dad is dead. And then I was going to talk about step on there. Oh, God, I know. You're so young and beautiful. I have abortions older than you. That is an absolute fact. Uh, I had my first abortion in 1995. Only one regret. I didn't have the kid. So right now I could be fucking all of his friends. 27-year-olds are hot. I like them a lot. Do, 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 do. I'm so dumb. No, I like them because they're so dumb. They're so dumb. They're doing this new thing called intermittent fasting. Have you heard about it? The intermittent fasting. Yeah, they're microdosing food. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, are you intermittent fasting? Yeah, you're going to mansplain anorexia to me? Got this one. I'm doing it for 30 years. Come on. No, I, I used to be bulimic, uh, but I didn't. You know, I wanted to be known as an environmentalist, so I would vomit into the composting. Mm. Renew, recycle, regurgitate. Highly acidic compost is going to be amazing on the wine vines in Napa. 2020 Pinot. Speaking of Napa, I mean, I could be your step. You could take me to Napa. We would have so much fun. This Thanksgiving will be lit. Do you understand? I want to be a step. How much do you hate your mom? Just so we could work something out. Stepmom stuff. Um, I'm not even that high. I just, I'm trying to figure out what jokes I want to do tonight. And it's like, I don't want to do anything too political because like no one wants to hear someone talk about feminism. They're like, ugh, just talk about fucking dicks in your mouth. Right? I know. It's just so, you're like, what's, what's what we want? Well, I was like, I'm like, ugh. I talk, I'll talk about drugs. Drugs are fun. You go, what's your favorite drug? pills i also like pills i love them i love benzos i'm a big benzo fan people don't know benzodiazepines well, that's like you know valium lorazepam diazepam doctors have shorthand they call them the two pam family that's right give them two pam i love drugs yeah i love drugs so much uh, i want to be a background extra on euphoria because I heard they give the extra ketamine to the extras. You're going to say, oh, Pam, you are way too old to be a background extra on a school about high, a show about high school students doing copious drugs. And to that, I say, I am a Monet. I look really good from far away. And you get up close, and you're like, dots, slashes, what is holding this image together? Ketamine. <laughs> like, if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. Okay, I've kept you guys hostage far too long. Drea's not coming. I mean, it's I did five. I was gonna. I would just. I was. I don't want to stretch. You guys know all my jokes, and there's no point in me doing it in front of them because you're not gonna laugh. But I did try to do that crowd work, so that was fun. Um, but there, she's not. I mean, we don't want to hold. Let's go to Slate. And um, is anybody driving over there? Okay, I'd love a ride. Oh, on your motorcycle. Oh, oh, that's amazing. Oh my God, that's incredible. Well, that's amazing. Thank you. Um, so thanks for all being here. Thanks for staying to the end. That was really kind of you all to support your peers and stuff. And I'm sorry that Drea didn't make it in time, but Slate's going to be awesome tonight. And then 
I get to be a cop at 10 o'clock if you want to oh. come. Ooh, I know. That's why it's like, I, I, and I know I've, and anyways, I'm not worried, but it's, it's, only, it's only eight minutes. It's nothing. But it's like, which jokes do I do? I don't want to do the boring. I can do my soccer one-liner. It's just a one-liner, though, that I love tw- hot 26-year-old men. And th- making goals. World Cup is coming. We'll see. I know. I just, it can't be too, it's got, I got to like be, do sex jokes and shit like that because it's, they're going to be, it's going to be late night. They don't want to, they don't want me to teach them about feminism. Um, thanks for being here, everybody. Woo.
Thought I'd slay it down, I'd lay it down next to the turf. Now I'm all in the mind. Tom Smith, cause every time you hear my song, your hands clap. The chosen one, putting LA on the map. With no objection, I'll plead my case. Tone low, full capacity, leaving out space. The ace contender, will never surrender. When I rock a show, you always remember. Remember the one and only, superior to many. Me losing a battle? No, I can't remember any although in the days. I may have won one. Who in the hell am I kidding? I ain't been out done, cause I'm the best. And I live out what? And if you want a dope song, I'll play it. It don't take much to make a proud lie Just a booty, some George, and a little bit of slot I slip on stage, clear my head, my next start Hmm, just a knock-up dead, no OZ My voice from the start, but you never know Why? Cause I get knocked out the dark, dark
Nightmare walking, psychopath talking. King of my jungle, just a gangster stalking. Living life like a firecracker, quick as my fuse. Been dead as a death, back the colors I choose. Red or blue, cuz of blood, it just don't matter. Sucker died for your life when my shotgun scatters. Colors, the gangs of LA will never die. Just multiply colors. You don't know me, fool. You disown me, cool. I don't need your assistance, social persistence. Any problem I got, I just put my fist in. My life is violent, but violent life. Peace is a dream, reality is a night. My colors, my honor, my colors, my all. With my colors upon me, one soldier stands tall. Tell me, what have you left me? What have I got? Last night, you told love and my brother got shot. My homeboy got jacked, my mother's on crack. My sister can't work, cause her arms show tracks. Madness, insanity, living profanity. Then some punk claiming they're understanding me. Give me a break, what world do you live in? Death is my set, guess my religion. Color, color. My pants are sagging, braided hair. Suckers stare, but I don't care. My game ain't knowledge, my game's fear. I've no remorse, so squares beware. But my true mission is just revenge. You ain't my set, you ain't my friend. Wear the wrong color, your life could end. Homicide's my favorite binge color. Giant police defiant. You'll say to stop, but I'll say that I can't. My gang's my family, it's all that I have. I'm a star on the walls, my autograph. You don't like it, so you know where you can go. Bust the streets on my stage and tears my show. Psychoanalyze, try diagnosing me why it wasn't your brother to brutally die, but it was mine. So let me define my territory. Don't cross the line. Don't try to act crazy, cause that shit don't phase me. If you ran like a punk, it would.